Hey guys, welcome back to another hot episode of Celebrity Wine Club. Uh, this week we're featuring the king of country, George Strait, and his honky-tonk time machine. Celebrity Wine Club as it is Celebrity Tequila Club. We're doing something a little bit different um, featuring George Strait's Codigo Honky Tonk Time Machine. I'm so excited. And not only that, we have a very special guest today, our friend Anne. Say hi, Anne. Hello. And as always, it's me, Nicole. And me, Lauren. And me, Angela. All right. So yeah, tequila, first one on the pod. This is exciting. Woohoo! Also, first country music super fan on the pod. Yay! Actually, that's Ooh. not true. Angie's here every week. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time. Mm. <laughs> oh, already quoting George Thong, huh? <laughs> I could not do like good, accurate research this week. I think. Why not? Well, I just didn't feel like there was a whole lot of web presence. For George. Well, here's the thing. There is like a lot of hot info on George and there is some on this tequila, but most of the stuff for this company is like definitely put out by the company. It's like, you know, very self self jerky. Exactly. It's not, you know, there's not a lot of George promoting a lot of anything. Well, he did have one Twitter sweepstakes. But you can win a pair of boots. But that's, like, his whole thing, though. Like, he's never been one to, like, give a lot of personal interviews or, like, yeah, I know. really anything. And Yeah, I know. But that's why it made it, like, difficult, mm-hmm. I think. Isn't he just an investor in this No. Brand? Mm-hmm. He's involved. He's completely involved. As, at least is what I could see. Okay. Yeah, he's involved. I know Anne did a lot of research on this. Do you remember reading uh, that? On the spot. Uh, <laughs> I did some research, yes. Uh, it, well, I guess it started out as just a little family um, farm that made tequila, and they just sold it to local restaurants and families and stuff. And um, he liked it so much, he was like, let's make this a big yeah. deal. So what I read was there, um, like, this guy who's like a big investor and was one of the like main investors and founders of Crocs, the shoes. Um, <laughs> what? Bought a house in Cabo San Lucas and he found this family making this like small batch, really delicious, high end like tequila. And then, you know, in true white man, fa- white man fashion was like, hey, I got a bunch of other buddies that come down here without their wives or whatever. Maybe we can... Oh, really? Solo boys money. trip, huh? I mean, I'm, I, that was, you know... An editorial. I know, yeah. but... Editorial? But, Is that what it's called? Uh, I don't know, but... That's not what it's called. Anyway, yeah, but... <laughs> Come to my vacation home in Cabo San Lucas, leave yeah. your wife at home. Well, it was just Wait. him and a bunch of his, like, other, like, rich boyfriends that likes to hang out in, like, Mexico and stuff, and so... Um, they call it the good stuff, and they decided that of it needed to come to do. America. Of course they do. We're probably going to pick up some feedback from the dogs. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah. Anyway. They're podcast staples now. So I guess that this brand, Codigo, like, they have um, bottles that range anywhere from $50 to $300, depending on, like, what type it is and stuff. Like, if it's... Um, just their regular stuff or if it's a special edition um this bottle was like a hundred and thirty dollars after tax and i felt really ridiculous ouch yeah Yeah. buying it uh the when i called spirit shop and was like do you guys have the george Strait tequila they were like 
are you sure that one? Are you sure you want that one? It's really pricey. And I was like, yes, that one. Please tell me my friends and I are stupid and we have a podcast. <laughs> I have money. <laughs> like, you're make, you work on commission. You're making a big mistake. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like, let me dust this off. Well, yeah, no shit. So when I went in to get it, the guy was like, oh, I actually have their $300 bottle like back here behind the shelf because one of my friends is about to come buy it. And I'm like... Cool for your friend. Well, uh, I've never spent this much money in my life on a... I mean, I have spent way more than $130 at the liquor store before, trust me, but not on not, one single item. Not on a single bottle. No. I think the most expensive bottle I've ever purchased is maybe a bottle of Grey Goose, and that was from Casino Winning, so mm-hmm. it wasn't real money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to, like, describe the bottle, Anne? Uh, the bottle is, well, first, the color looks almost like um, a lovely rosé. It has a pinkish tint to the liquor. It is a, looks like an old world glass. It has some little tiny bubbles in it. It's really pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. really cool. Mm-hmm. It's shapely. It's, it, it's what you would call a fat bottom girl. <laughs> <laughs> we nice. like that around here. Yeah, we do. They make the rock and roll gold round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like the cross that's embossed at the top, too. Mm-hmm. Embossed? Yes. Engraved? Embossed. No. No. Embossed. It is embossed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it is an Añejo. And yeah. I'm really salty because I was trying to look up some of the tasting notes about this online. And I guess that the bottle is supposed to come with a little, like, um, tag. like tag on it that's shaped like a record. And it has a code in it that when you scan it, it's, like, a specially put together playlist by George Strait. And Ooh. This bottle didn't have it, so I'm, like, kind of salty. Well, now we'll never know what music we're supposed to listen to when we drink this. (laughs) I bet it's Amarillo by morning. Probably. (laughs) I've been listening to a bunch of George this morning. Me too. I've got some pretty good memories to George Strait songs, um, especially because, like, my mom is a 90s country super fan. Mm -hmm. My mom too. Um, So a lot of making biscuits in the kitchen while Mm -hmm. listening to George Strait songs. So, with that being said, you guys want to do a little taste? Yeah, we should. Yes. See what it's all about. So, what's our plan yeah. for the tasting? So, my I thought that what we should do is like a small pour and just taste it straight. Do like some do our pour S's. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got our and wide then, mouth glasses too, um, so you can sniff it. And then uh, maybe we'll break, and then we'll make a mixed drink. Yes, yes. like ranch water. Maybe? Yes, like ranch water. So mm. I was so gross when you. I know. <laughs> well, <laughs> she was like ranch water. Ranch water. <laughs> Well, I was going to read this whole thing. Ooh, um, that's like, smell the cork. Is it like a $130 cork? So, I mean, it's not not a $130 cork. <laughs> it doesn't smell like tequila. It doesn't. It smells different. It smells earthy. I mean, it does smell, have that like kind of musty tequila smell. Well, I was reading about like this particular brand and then about high-end tequila in general and I guess that the owner of one of the owners of this company was talking about how um there's no other liquor in the world right now that um, people you know want to do all the tastings of and like the only other comparison is wine and that actually mixologists around the world are mixing the Codigo how do you even say this shit anyway they're mixing the Codigo Codigo I uh, looked up how to pronounce it on the internet. Well, how does George <laughs> say it in his song by the same name? Cody Go. Okay. Well, anyway. But that I guess, could be the country. Yeah. Well, we're a little country around here. <laughs> um, but I guess that mixologists are making mixed drinks with this and with wine. That sounds... Together? 
to get Jesus. like like a whoa. match made in hell. Okay, <laughs> whoa, because Lauren was like, maybe bring a little juice box for like afterwards or whatever, and I was like, oh, do not mix wine and well, tequila. In I one forgot night. we were doing a tequila sode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and okay, so are we supposed to do the first taste with the orange, Anne? Or I mean, not the first taste, obviously, but like. Yeah. So, what did you find out about how we're supposed to drink this? Well, I did read that an, an alternative to the classic lime and salt scenario uh, is an orange sprinkled with cinnamon, mm. which sounds pretty good, yeah, it and does. it's supposed to go go well with the the fruity notes okay so here's what i propose i think we should just do like a sip or a smell and a sip and then we'll do like another sip with the orange do you think this fruit fly will go well with the fruity notes or (laughs) (laughs) like a black fly in your con i was gonna say conejo (laughs) in your kodachrome okay okay so i'm gonna try it okay um yeah that sounds good it smells a little bit like a liqueur. Yeah. yeah. It smells like an orange liqueur to me. It, it doesn't smells sm- like Serbian brandy to me. It does not smell like Serbian brandy. It smells like Serbian brandy to me. It does me. not smell like Serbian brandy. Okay. Well, uh, it's been a it's, while since I had Serbian brandy, so. It's woody. Kind of like musky, like you were saying. Oh, what? Did you taste it? I'm, I'm not going to say anything because you guys are just dismissing me. I Okay. All right. You go first. Wow. I think my nipples just got a little hard. <laughs> Seriously, I felt a tingle in my chest. It tingles. It's, mm-hmm. it's um it definitely tingles. <laughs> it's a lot smoother than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would have a bit more burn. But for $130, I guess you're paying for them to take out the burn. Well, also it still is only for, like 80, you know, 80% alcohol. Um it's 40 proof. I was looking at the bottle just to make sure, but I can't see it on there. It's, I promise I looked. Okay. I, I trust you. Mm-hmm. I mean, not when it comes to t- smelling like Serbian brandy, but. Oh, well. Everything else. I think it <laughs> smells and tastes like, it, it does have Serbian brandy vibes to me. So normally we usually drink um, Blanco tequilas. Mm-hmm. Me and my family, okay. aka Nicole and Dan. <laughs> I was like, we do. <laughs> well, we've just been in quarantine together, mm-hmm. the three of us, for you know the hard, the real hard times. And now, um, since we're not, but you, you know what I mean, like the whole time we were in quarantine, we were making tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not tequila. We're not making tequila. We're making margaritas with tequila. <laughs> this is we're gonna this get is, there soon this enough. Is doing something to me. Uh, she's I'm like gonna, flirting with it, <laughs> like swirling it around. Have to give her a little few minutes. Yeah, in the oh, back room. Oh God, you don't want to spill it. That was like a. That was like a four dollar. Yeah. <laughs> four dollar spill just on the floor. Nicole's getting us some oranges and some cinnamon. So, do you guys have a favorite George Strait song? I don't have a favorite. Do you have a top three list? No. <laughs> I do have a funny story, though. Last night after we watched Pure Country, I put on one of his like last show that was in... What was it called? The final tour or something like that. Anyway, they started singing... Cowboy Ch- Rides Away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cowboy yeah. Rides Away. <laughs> They started singing uh, Check Yes or No, and I was like, oh, because I, I mean, I was texting you all, and you were like, oh, I, there's George Strait songs I didn't realize, like, were George Strait, and that's how it was with me. I was like, oh, is he about to sing Check Yes or No? And Doug's like, what? 
He was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I go, no, the song, check yes or no. And he was like, what? Like, it was just this whole <laughs> like back he didn't and forth. No, no idea. Who's on first? Yeah. But, of course, at that time, like, in the early 90s and mid-90s, I was living in, like, small-town Oklahoma, and he was, like, going to Nirvana concerts and stuff. So mm. he probably didn't listen to George Wow, Strait. he's so edgy and cool. So this is such a weird experience for me because I'm used to, like, trying to mask the taste of tequila in any way possible. Yes. And this, I'm, like, trying to be all dainty and sip. And, like, the orange with the cinnamon really does something, y'all. Like, try it. I So, yeah, okay. Okay, let me do that. I'm watching Anne. She did the. That's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so we might have to go in on a $130 bottle of tequila more often. If you get a lot of oranges. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. That is super good. They're fucking around. I mean, it is more. It is kind oh, of like man. Christmas vibes. It mm -hmm. is kind of like Christmas vibes, but I bet it's it's like Christmas in the desert vibes. Mm -hmm. Or West Texas. Or West Texas. Yeah. That's the desert. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. We might want to try the uh, orange slice with the uh, chili powder mm. also. Ooh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, what, what's, Anne, what's your top three list favorite George Strait songs? Well, I'll tell you my, my top, and this is just very cliche, but it is definitely all my exes live in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you, uh, as a freshman in the dorms, I uh, had a roommate who played George Strait 24-7. And at that time, I was not a fan, uh, but it wore me down to the point where I was like, uh, let's hear the Texas one again. <laughs> <laughs> She's suddenly wearing bandanas and like walking around with a lasso. Did you like country at that time? Well, no, at that time I was more of a punk rock girl, but uh, I, I, Alt girl. I, I was weaned on the teat of like Marty Robbins and, and Johnny Cash and, okay. and Dolly Parton. So, so yeah, <laughs> the teat. Mm -hmm. I get it. And then mm -hmm. you were converted back over to the dark side. Yeah. I like the dark side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I think the, you know, the bluegrass music um, festivals really is a slippery slope and you just can slide your ass right back into country music. Slide your yeah. ass right back into some cowboy boots is what it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I like carrying your love with me. That reminds me of my mom because, like, I remember her getting that album when I was a kid and listening to it all the time in her car. Um, my favorite is Oceanfront Property. That was Vanna's, like, mm -hmm. number one song. That and a, that Travis Tritt song yeah. that was so popular. Well, I was listening to all this stuff this morning, like, a bunch of his... Um, like compilation albums and different stuff. And I was just like, holy shit, I cannot, I can't believe that I still know all of the lyrics to all of these songs and like can't like remember any math equations or anything, but yeah. definitely can remember every lyric to a song that I used to listen to when I was seven years old. That's cool. Like <laughs> Don't ask me what we just talked about in the meeting, but you know, I do remember all the words to Oceanfront Property. <laughs> <laughs> I like Amarillo by morning because my mom's best friend lived in Amarillo for a long time. Well, actually Canyon, but um, close enough. Yeah. So, you know, when we drive out there, it'd be like the theme song or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I watched a really interesting documentary, um, mostly about um, Dean. Is it Dean Dillon? He wrote all of the number one hits for 
George Strait, or maybe not all of them, but the majority of them. Mm-hmm. But um, I just thought that was pretty interesting because I always just assumed that George Strait wrote his own music. And he does write a lot of them. But so, like, he never really was aspiring to go into music. No, he wasn't. And he, I mean, but... In fact, he, like, moved to Nashville and tried it and failed several times. Well, he, um, like, he was... He, like, started playing whenever he was in the Army, and then um, once he got back to, like, civilian life and went to college in San Marcos, then he um, started playing with a local band called Ace in the Hole. And, yep. Um, they were just wanting to be, like, a bar act. They didn't care, but he was, like, really Trying wanting, to be serious. Yeah, and so, anyway, they kept, like, trying and trying, but pop country was so popular at the time that no one really liked his sound, and I guess they finally gave him a chance but and but like the stipulation was that song had to be successful or they weren't going to produce a full album and that's when i started playing at cheatham right i think so but that like listening hall or whatever yeah. i've been there once and it's yeah i mean know. you're not a really sit still and listen person that's fine <laughs> but like um it's true remember when we were talking about taking her to the ballet because oh i had an gosh. extra ticket and you were like i was like i will not go with her <laughs> Well, you saw my behavior at the Blue Door and how that, like, almost got us in big trouble. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That's true. It's really hard for me to sit still and listen to, but I like the ballet. I can do it for that. Um, anyway, but what I was going to say was that once he kind of got to Nashville and started recording, um, he realized that he was not a very good songwriter or he just wasn't very confident in it. And so right. that's why he kind of stopped doing it. But what I think is really funny is like he never moved to Nashville because the, that environment just messes with his allergies, something terrible. So he records <laughs> in Key West instead. <laughs> Did you read that story about how um, this lady approached him in Key West and was like, Oh my God, I heard George Strait is in there recording right now. And he was like, ma'am. I... And she was like, why would he be in some little sh- like shitty place like that? Yeah. And he was like, ma'am, I was just in there and I didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Which is technically true. Yeah. Cause he's now outside. I understand George. I'm more of a tropical girl too. So I mean, if it were between Nashville and yeah, I would definitely choose. I would rather be a Key beach West. bum than like a honky tonk city girl. Uh, I don't know. I'm scared of the ocean. I'm on the fence. We'll hey, say you were in the ocean recently. I know, but I made someone hold my hand neck. the whole time. You yes, can I get know. better shrimp in Key West. That is true. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe I am a beach girl, but mostly like a like a boardwalk beach girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna get this the orange and chili powder. So, just a little a uh, question. Uh, uh, it feels to me like there's a little bit of effervescence in the when you have a sip. I want to like try again. Just a little, is, like it's a little active. It is pretty sparkly. I mean, it could just be that we're drinking out of coupe glasses, too. <laughs> coupe glasses? Is that what these are called? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I thought these were for, like, your evening brandy or something. I don't know. I can see, like, maybe a bubble or two in here. It's so good. I didn't think it would be this good, and I really didn't think I would like it that much because it is a Nejo, and I don't really like smokiness too much, but it's not really kick in your face yeah well i like in yeho but you know so many times with celebrity beverages we've been pretty disappointed and we have just kicked it off with a stellar season sam neil's wine last week was really good too and now this yeah this is really tasty. i don't know if we can go back to doing like skinny girl bullshit Mm -mm. no yeah 
Life is too short for skinny it's, girl bullshit. Really like I said, I ain't here for a long time. <laughs> I'm here for this tequila, though. Good call with the, like, orange and chili powder, too. This is really Oh, bad. I haven't tried that yet. So oh, yeah, I need to do, do that, too. I'm just, like, straight sipping it. Just with the orange alone, like, it's just delicious with the orange. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So I don't know how familiar everyone okay. is with like the different types of tequila, like especially our listeners. The different types of this. No, I mean brand just like in tequila general. in general. Sorry, I was too into my cup. Like normally, because I don't ever want to taste tequila, I just get the silver because it's like clear and it doesn't really have any sort of flavor aging to it. And resposados are like kind of intense mm-hmm. in my experience. Yeah. But I don't know, like, what the difference is between the three other than coloring. So, well, there's the Blanco, which is silver, and then there's gold, and Reposado means age, and Anejo yeah. means extra aged, and extra Anejo is ultra aged. That's pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very so, clear. I understood that. Well, I mean. Extra aged, ultra aged. A- it's aged, extra aged, ultra aged. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, these are aged in fancy... This kind's aged in fancy barrels, right, And Yes. Uh, French wine barrels, I think. Mm. Um, I believe... I don't know if that's... You know, depends on maybe the tequila, but the uncharred. Mm-hmm. So it's lighter in color. I don't know if that's this one that we're drinking, but... Or if it's all of their Añejos. Right. Because I know that this is different than their regular offering. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's George Strait. I have to tell you, this smells so good that I would dab this behind my ears. I mean, <laughs> it's almost as expensive as perfume. So by by the like ounce or whatever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it does. Well, you did really, say Dan really wanted good. to taste it. So yeah. well, there, there you go. <laughs> Rub it on your nipples and give them a real wild time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm obsessed with nipples on this episode. I'm sorry. My gosh. Mm. Except for I'm not sorry. Yeah. So it's so this is one of the times where the celebrity is actually pretty involved in like the making and production of this because it's not just this specific like George Strait honky tonk time machine encore edition Codigo 1530 or whatever. He's actually involved in the making of like all of their tequilas. Right. And yeah, because he likes to spend a lot of time in Mexico and in the Bahamas. And I who wouldn't blame him. Well, who wouldn't, you know? Yeah. So that's pretty cool because he, I mean, <laughs> and this is actually one of the rare things that he's come out to promote too. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say about the Twitter sweepstakes. It was like code to go. Yeah. Video. All he, like, all he really does is concerts and. Yes doesn't really give that many interviews. He doesn't have that social media presence, really. And then he really. has his yearly roping championship. Uh-huh. So. It was really hard. I was trying to find gossip, but all I could find were, like, Snopes articles being like, no, he did not sexually assault someone. So it was pretty dry. Yeah. Um, mm. Well, I will say, um, I had a really good time watching his New Year's Eve concert from 1988. No, 87. Ooh. Yes. There was a lot of teased porch bangs, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of blue eyeshadow, a lot of rhinestones everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you like know. Like Angie's birthday party. Mm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Actually, I think we should have hired all those people as, as actors to, like, you know, fill in the party. 
I'm kidding. As a joke, considering what's happening today. <laughs> I was like, Santa Trump rally. I know. But anyway, like, as soon as I turned off that concert, which was a really good concert, he's a great entertainer. Um, he, you know, like, my whole living room just kind of smelled like hairspray. A little bit like Aquanet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when we watched Pure Country last night. I asked Doug what year he thought it was. And it was 93. He guessed it, like, on the spot. And he was, like, analyzing, like, the bangs weren't, like, so 80s. They were just, like, <laughs> more settled down and, like, stuff. And I was like, damn, kid. <laughs> have you ever watched that before, Anne? That movie, Pure Country? I have not seen Pure Country, no. Mm-hmm. If you like Lifetime movies, I love be. Lifetime movies. So, and a circa 1993 George Strait. There you I go. I mean, that's that definite sweet, that's smooth sweet face spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. And his band is an ace in the hole. They're all play themselves. So oh. the acting skills are what you would imagine. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, portray, they portray themselves well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so our friend of the pod, Jesse, she suggested that I watch that movie just because she's she's met George Strait. She used to work at Green Hall. And like she was saying that he basically, how he is in that movie is exactly how he is in real life. Like there's no yeah. difference. So that's really where the only hot gossip I have about George Strait is. Uh-huh. Um, it's from, it's from her um, because... You know, he went to school in San Marcos and, like, lived around there and still lives around San Antonio. And then um, Green Hall is in New Braunfels. And it's I, technically green, Texas. Well, whatever. I mean, yeah. Anyway, so I guess whenever he he kind of started uh, touring and playing concerts again, he was doing, like, very exclusive private events there. That was basically for... Well, he did one very yeah. exclusive, very private event there, and mm-hmm. it was just for people within the industry, too. It wasn't open to the public. And it was so surprised that the people who work at Green Hall did not know it was happening until, like, an hour before he got there. Mm-hmm. And she got to go. Wow. And she got to go. She got to hang wow. out. Yeah. Fun. My right? mom was and, very And jealous. he puts that dance hall on the map, too. Like, that's kind of, like, where he got his start. Start. Texas's yeah. oldest dance hall, yeah. And then, you know, he had a daughter that died in a car accident around there. In San Marcos. In San Marcos when she was 13 years old. Which, San Marcos, oh, by the way, to New Braunfels is, like, Oklahoma City to Norman. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, so, 20 minutes. Yeah. Right. They were backroading. It was, like, a single singular car accident. There wasn't alcohol involved or anything, but there were just four teenagers. I think she maybe have snuck snuck out of her house or something but yeah, she was like 13 at the time she you was 13 that. and riding in the front seat and like they just took a curve too fast but after that they changed the like bar hours and stuff to where the all the bars around there close at like 12 30 or something midnight at midnight mm-hmm. uh, and that was a rumor but that did happen they actually did start closing at midnight and it was rumored because of that accident yeah but now they stay open until 2 a.m but that's yeah. what who the song baby blue was written about well Aww. he never confirmed it but like it's it, kind of it, obvious it's, yeah. yeah it's kind of obvious mm-hmm. yeah so that's a real bummer but that the only gossip i have is sad gossip Oh, about no. it. yeah. So, well, uh, so did you guys watch the Cody Go uh, video? No, on the website, yeah. uh, just the the music video oh, the for music the song. Video, yeah, it, how I old think, is that? Song? I believe that it is shot in the um, in Green the, Hall. Yeah, in the tequila vineyard there oh, with the. the in the tequila. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the agave field. And, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, in the agave field. Um, where they have the barrels and all that. And, you know, George, if I'm wrong, you can correct me. Um, I'll give you my 
personal number. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's playing a beautiful guitar. It's uh, the fretboard is all inlaid like abalone shell flowers. It's a bunch of crazy shit. It's beautiful. A bunch <sighs> of rich country singer inlay. Yes, beautiful. So, about him being like a real cutie, I was reading this New York Times article that like just went on and on and on. But one part of it was talking about like how popular and like sexy he was. And it says, um, Straight's popularity was driven by his status as a sex symbol. Women deluged the stage with flowers so many that disposal became a serious problem. At first, the bus would stop by a dumpster on the way out of town, and later the crew devised a system for donating them to local hospitals. Reba McIntyre, who was also conquering country music at that time, recalled a show that she played with him in Oklahoma. The girls was getting after him so bad, she said. The club had to stack bales of hay in front of the stage, and she added her own honest opinion that said uh, he's a sexy little rascal (laughs) (laughs) that was like in the 80s from the queen herself too (laughs) what a high compliment I was watching that movie last night and I was like dang he is really attractive I guess I was just like so young I didn't really look at a 40 year old man as sexy I was just gonna say like you know I feel like I've only seen the older iteration of George Strait I never saw him before like you know he dresses exactly the damn same yeah he kind of reminds me of your dad in that way well apparently he has like a long you know he has a long running sponsorship with Wrangler but part of it is that he has to wear his boots or his jeans stacked like Mm -hmm. where they're all long long they're really long so he doesn't like catch his boot if he's getting up on a horse no oh, mm-hmm. i love me some wranglers mm-hmm. love yeah, me some real, wranglers. real real bleached with yeah. the ring in the back from their like skull can oh yeah <laughs> country boys look nice we call that wranglers. a dip scar yeah <laughs> and, and country girls look nice in wranglers too mm-hmm. i actually have a new wrangler shirt that i wanted to wear but it's just too dang hot for today oh, yeah. but oh yeah it's got fringe all down the arms oh my god uh, wrangler.com oh. <laughs> <laughs> well you're usually pretty thrifty I didn't know if you had thrifted it or I wish I had thrifted if this if Della no. found it at an estate sale I, or I wish it was all that no I ordered it off the interweb hey I like to impulse shop too especially during times like these mm-hmm. that's right all I do is online shop oh my gosh this is so good this is very good I yeah I have never had a tequila this tasty before and I mean, like 130 bucks, well fucking spent, y'all. Yeah. yeah, I think we should try it in a cocktail next. I think so. I think yeah. so too. Yeah, I'm down. Okay, so I know that like most people, when they think tequila, think like margarita or like maybe Paloma. But I don't know if you guys know about what ranch water is. Ranch water. Ranch water. <laughs> and no, it's not like. Oh. Like ranch dressing flavored water. It's um, which is what I imagined at first. It's the unofficial drink of West Texas. Yes, it is. So it's just Topo Chico mineral water, lots of lime juice, and tequila. But I couldn't really bring myself to do all that to this tequila. So instead, I made us all mixed drinks. But it's like equal parts this tequila and mineral, the Topo Chico, and then I did a little lime juice, and then I did more of the oranges with cinnamon, because that was really blowing, like, you know, blowing my panties off. Oh, totally. <laughs> so. Totally. We can do a little sip. All right. Sipping. Like, I know. Mm. 
That's refreshing. That is refreshing. Truly. Damn, this is a good summer drink. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm probably, I'm sure that we're probably not supposed to actually mix this tequila at all, but. We probably shouldn't, but it just felt mm-hmm. like not us to not <laughs> <laughs> just sip it the whole time. We, we like to mix it up. Yeah. We do. We do. Anne's right. And I thought, like, the ranch water would be fitting since he's a West Texas guy and all. But then I watched some video that somebody did at the tasting, and he was uh, drinking. uh, Don't say rosé. No. uh, Ranch water. Paloma. Paloma. And I was like, dang it. Was they own fancy tequila? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was the Añejo, though. He's probably doing it with, like. A Blanco, Blanco or something. Yeah. I yeah. think only silver and gold is probably really good for that. I mean, I can't say anything. My favorite tequila is Exotico, so. <laughs> Which is like $20 a liter or something. Uh, Yeah, but it tastes better than like Patron and stuff to me. It's really smooth. But... It is really smooth. It was surprising the first time I tried it. Mm-hmm. My favorite I only used to buy for myself on my birthday because it's expensive. So do you guys have any like tequila stories? I, everyone has a tequila Everybody. story. I don't want to tell my first tequila story. I, I did story. get arrested on tequila once. My God. <laughs> I had no idea you were arrested. Yeah, it was an unfortunate breaking and entering into a sorority house. Sorry. <laughs> hey, but hold that story up. is for another time entirely. Oh, you can't take it from the top. It was just a lot of tequila shots. And so how old were you, like a, 19? A prominent business member of Norman whose name was will not be said on this podcast was with me we we were in college we were young and dumb and and we'll uh, come yeah well maybe <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so we were just hammered and walked into a sorority house we thought was under construction and lo and behold people apparently still live there <laughs> oh, oops. so maybe it was just construction for a specific wing <laughs> that's right yes yeah um, side note uh when i get arrested they're like do you have tattoos and uh, ironically i was going to get a tattoo the next day but i didn't have one at that point and i go no i do not <laughs> why would they ask you that identifying, identifying characteristics to uh, see if you're part of a gang yeah and i was going to get a bob dylan tattoo and so thank god I they got totally would have hold your ass off to i mean prison. i still love bob dylan but i don't need him on my arm no <laughs> definitely no. not maybe like take her to jail yeah that is white people uh, well mm. no it's not it, but it's like you know screw the government kind of music that's right mm-hmm. <laughs> i went to a house party when i was a teenager and i drank most of a bottle of jose cuervo by myself and like the last thing i remember doing was being in my car and that's where i woke up too so i was like oh i guess i just passed out here no i was making an ass of myself for like five or six hours and then just went and passed out in my car and then threw up and what i threw up was a bunch of fried pickle spears and like a caesar salad and it got it like got all in my car like along like you know right on the skinny part Mm -hmm. by your seat I bet that smelled delicious. So woke up with like the worst hangover ever from my first time drinking tequila and then had to clean puked up fried pickles out of my car. Mine was similar. So I couldn't drink tequila for like 10 years probably. Same. Okay. So I had a very similar relationship with tequila with Jose. Mm -hmm. Um, We weren't friends for a long time either. And it was my very first drunk ever. And I was 16 and I was in high school 
obviously. I don't know why I had to say that. Um, but we went to Sonic before we went out, and we got cheddar peppers, which I'd never had cheddar peppers before, and I never had them for years afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and we're Damn, Jose ruined a cheddar pepper for you? That's serious. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I ended up puking, and somebody was in. We were at this apartment I wasn't supposed to hang out at because there were was no adult supervision. And yeah, and you're a bad girl, so. I was hanging out with my bad friends, and the bathrooms were taken. The bathroom was taken, and I couldn't get out to the um, patio, like, we're in a second-story apartment. And, you know, those, like, the blinds that hang down or whatever, like the. The vertical blinds? Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I, would like, puked in my hand and, like, went across the blinds like that and made it out like puked onto myself and then like made it out to the balcony and I remember they dropped me off at home and I had to change shirts and I got to wear like the bad boy I had a crush on I was wearing his shirt home and my parents were like what happened to your shirt I was like oh we switched clothes like (laughs) because that night we were doing like a whole dress like the guys thing and so I borrowed my brother's jinko jeans and like was wearing the flannel anyway so good anyway. cover. Yeah. Good cover. Yeah. It was real smooth. I'm sure they were like, they had oh, no idea. Fine. I'm sure you didn't stink. At I was all. about to say, I bet they <laughs> totally had an idea. They never said anything. <laughs> I'm sure that they were like, I think eyeing. as parents, you probably are like, Pick okay, we're going to let them think they got away with it this time. Like if it happens again, then it'll be a big deal. I was a really good kid though. Like I never partied hardly in high school. So, so they were probably just like, we'll let it slide. She should get drunk once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's going to be, Real weird no, if she doesn't be cool. Jeez, <laughs> she never hangs out with friends. She just goes to we like, dance classes. We were all just the time. considering throwing her in the trash, but I guess tonight she's pretty cool. So we'll, we'll just see how this goes. <laughs> I did not think I would have a total nerd for a daughter. <laughs> Probably so. Just see how this plays out. Yeah. All right. So Lauren, it's your turn. I actually don't have a super negative tequila story. Well, it doesn't have to be a negative story. It just normally people have negative stories with tequila. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mm, hmm. I don't think I have a real prominent tequila story either. I know oh, I've the the jug, the water jug. The wa- oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do have a tequila story because we went to a music festival and we had a bunch of different um, like one gallon jugs. That we would put, you know, water in and all of our various boot because they didn't allow glass. Yeah, they because don't, they don't yeah. let you have glass in there because you know, little little hippie babies don't like to wear shoes, and if you break it, they might cut their little feet up, and that's a whole fucking mess. So, anyway, they also didn't really allow you to take in your own liquor, but that's a different story. Shh. <laughs> I think at this place they did. I don't know. Shh. This is my story. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I was like brushing my teeth one morning, though, and I pick up one of the jugs because they weren't super clearly labeled. I think we just put like the initial of it on the top. Right. And so I pick up one of the jugs or whatever, and I'm about to like take this big swig out of it to like rinse my mouth out. And Dan's like, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. (laughs) I'm like, what? Like foaming at the mouth. You know what I mean? And then he's like, that's tequila. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) That would have been awful. Mm -hmm. That would have tasted terrible. That's a really nice friend because I think it would have been funny to watch what would have happened. Oh, yeah. Nicole and Kristen were just like off on the side, just like snickering. (laughs) Yeah. I guess you owe Dan well, big. Well, you're also, like, you have, like, you know. What? Middle school bully energy. <laughs> and so you're always trying to, like, pick on people and, like, not necessarily play pranks, but you definitely aggravate people. So I was just really excited for something to happen to you for once. Only when they deserve it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure at some point you deserved it. 
for something that you did. Well, I don't really think so, but whatever. Lauren is a total shithead. Yes, I'm sure that you deserve something to happen. Okay. <laughs> so do right. you always get crazy on tequila, Anne, or is it just like sometimes? Uh, you know, I don't think that after that event, I drank a lot of tequila after yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have that experience. Yeah. I'm back on the horse, baby. I love it. Yeah, so whenever we found the Exotico tequila, I guess that's when I started, like, drinking it a little bit more regularly. Mm-hmm. Mostly at Dan and Nicole's house, but it's been a couple of years now. Because before that, it was just, like, shots at the bar. Because our friend Kristen was, like, really obsessed with um, Ornitos. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so a good one. That. It's a good cheap tequila. Well, and then our friend oh, yeah. Aubin gave us her, like, super secret family margarita recipe, and those are really good. Yeah. But, um, so... Man, this mixed drink is good. This ranch water, it has like hints of vanilla. I think I was. I think whenever we mixed it, I'm sorry, Angie, go ahead. Okay, fine. I'll just railroad you, like always. Um, So I think whenever we mixed it with the mineral water, though, it kind of like opened up like the bouquet. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. The bouquet. The bouquet. (laughs) But it definitely has like some more notes that I didn't notice before like lighter notes yes. like vanilla or so i found florally i too. found some like tasting notes about this oh finally okay i mean um yeah it says it's been lauded by tequila experts as the finest añejo tequila available it's a private recipe refined over many generations by an artisan distilling family and it's been aged for 18 months in the finest napa cabernet french white oak barrels Refined, elegant, and expressive. Hints of fruit mingled with oak, touches of vanilla, and a bit of spice. It does got spicy notes. I do taste some vanilla. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's got some floral something going on. It could be that the added the orange or the lime mm-hmm. is kind yeah. of like masking the flavor of what's actually in the tequila or mm-hmm. enhancing it in some way to make it taste that way. But I think it's pretty good. This is just such a bizarre experience. Like, I had heard... well. Back when I worked at the liquor store, we would have reps come in and I got to learn more about the higher end and like more barrel aged tequilas and how they were almost like a scotch, especially like some of them get really, really peaty and, and oh yeah, that, that is very, like one descriptor that I do not want in mm-hmm. my liquor. Mm-hmm. No, but I've never had never tried it myself. And this is just so bizarre because I normally drink tequilas like woohoo party time, not like, oh, let's sit around and sip time. So yeah, yeah. I, I was saying that as we're sipping it slowly, it, it's it's almost more reminds me more of a whiskey than than a tequila. I can see that. I can agree with that for sure. Um, well, most tequila has that like real musty, like it has like a real musty flavor to me and smell like almost if there was like a cabinet that hadn't been opened in two hundred <laughs> years <laughs> and like was lined with like velvet or some <laughs> kind of felt like the way that that fabric would smell. But it's kind of dusty. That's yeah, like that musty, dusty thing. That's like what most tequilas have, and this doesn't have that at all. It gives me like brandy vibes and like whiskey vibes. I mean, it yes. has like its own funky thing going on, but it's not like a bad mm-hmm. thing. I think that's the thing with expensive tequila, like you're really paying for a sipping tequila. Like some, you're not going to be shooting it. I would never like, shoot not, this like, a, at a bar. Like you know. My reintroduction to tequila, I was spending a summer in Mexico, and I was introduced to Don Julio, and that is my favorite. I've had some Don Julio before. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it's expensive. Well, you and Doug have a real fancy bottle of tequila at your house right now, too. It's a Resposado, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We Um, did. uh, What is it, Patron? No, it's Don Julio. Oh, it is Don Julio. 
Why did I think it was Patron? Or is it Patron? Maybe it's Don Julio. Well, no, you had some. <laughs> you had some. You had Bone Grand Reserve, but we drank all that. Yeah, we we just <laughs> we have a lot of liquor at our house because it was left there, and so sometimes we have people over and have them drink it all because we don't drink it. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for everybody, really. Yeah, it's um, awesome. Yeah, and do you have a favorite tequila that you like to drink? Maybe one that's expensive or not it doesn't matter I, I don't i don't have a favorite tequila john um actually loves tequila and he does john is Anne's husband by the yeah, way yeah and he doesn't like liquor at all which is which is weird um but weird he, that he doesn't like liquor or weird that he likes tequila only only tequila okay yeah like any other mixed drink he's just not into it um but he loves tequila and i don't know what kind he drinks Probably whatever's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> That's my well, kind of man. My you man should, is classy, okay? <laughs> you should tell him about Exotico if he hasn't tried it, because it's like tw- the, the liter size bottle is $20.99. And, and they have good. the different varieties, too. Yeah. Um, my other tequila story is like, you know, the Espelon brand tequila? I've never had that before. Yeah, you have. Are you it's, sure? Uh-huh. So the way that I got to try that for the first time, like I'd seen it before just at bars. Like it was back when I wasn't really buying tequila, but we were at a music festival and we had this like really ridiculous trippy hippie baby neighbor. And he was always like trying to offer us like really crazy drugs like ketamine and DMT and stuff. And we're like, no, that's not really our scene, man, but thanks. And so on the last day when we were leaving, he was like, Hey guys, come smoke this blunt with me. And so like my husband went over there and he was like, yeah, it's a DMT blunt. And he's like, I don't do DMT. And also (laughs) it's 10 o'clock in the morning. It's the last day of the (laughs) festival. We're packing up to leave. Like, no thanks. And he's like, okay, well, Hey, do you want this tequila then? And my husband was like, is there fucking DMT in this tequila? And he's like, no, I promise it's just regular tequila. It doesn't have anything in it. So that's how I got my first bottle of Espelon. And it's like, you know, just mid-grade whatever type of tequila. But anyway, I thought that was a funny story. (laughs) To be like, okay, I I know there's not DMT in this, but is there any other type of drug? Any other intoxicant? No, just the tequila? Okay, fine, we'll take it. It's not infused. Fine. Well, he was like, I don't really want to drive with open bottles since I've been smoking and, you know, doing DMT all morning. And we're like, fuck, you're driving? Okay, we're definitely getting out of here before you do. Oh, my God. Um, Well, yeah, Doug will not touch. I mean, he's kind of a picky drinker anyway, but he will will not touch tequila. I think I've only seen him drink Crown Royal. Yeah. You've seen him drink Trulies or White Claws. Yeah, but that's on like... And a rum mm -hmm. drink. The tequila and the white claw, or I'm sorry, the white claw and the truly has been like a recent, yeah, it's a recent summer thing. vibe. Yeah, that's like a outside by the lake mm-hmm. getting burned up. Might and as you well. can't really, <laughs> you can't really drink crown Not really on the crown river. by the crown river. Royal, crown on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crown on the rocks <laughs> on the river. Tequila rocks. makes him mean. So <laughs> whatever. But anyway, I was going to go back to George. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go back to George. What you got? Uh, we were watching again that. Um, a cowboy rides away thing, and his son Bubba is what no. they call him. But he's, he's George, George Strait. I love it. Junior, the, the Junior. third. I want to have no, kids all second. over again so I can name him Bubba. The grandson's the third, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because George Strait's son is a junior, mm-hmm. and he married a lady named Tammy. Wow. <laughs> That's a so hot. they've been married fifty years. 
right? Wow. George and his wife. Yeah, they got married when he was like 18 or 19. That is, I could never imagine being married for that long, personally. I think they've been married like 40 years. I am looking at Well, good for them. Anyway, it was, uh, so his son came and played a song that he wrote on that concert. And then I didn't watch the video, but when I was doing research, apparently his grandson came on stage with him at some show and sang a song with him. That's pretty cool. He's like a little itty bitty guy. So Dean Dillon writes some songs for Bubba too. And I just wanted to say, because George Strait describes his relationship with Dean Dillon, the songwriter, um, as them being like brothers almost like um what did he say he said it was like elton john and um elton john songwriter yeah bernie toppin mm-hmm. right i think that's his name so which i think is really sweet but i guess but recently elton, elton and bernie like don't even like each other hardly but their songwriting has really good chemistry kind of like kind of like ozzy osbourne and randy rhodes like Sure. Yes. More even, more than brothers. That's a good reference yeah. too. But that's just how George Strait described his relationship with Dean mm-hmm. Dillon, and because it was on that documentary I watched. And recently, because Dean Dillon's been trying to cut his own record, but every time he writes a really good strong George Strait's like, "Hey man, what do I have to do to get that song from you?" Yeah. And so, um, recently, like they've been performing together, which is kind of cool. Cute. Okay. So interjection that they got married in Mexico on December fourth, nineteen seventy one. I bet the tequila was flowing. Mm-hmm. Oh my they God. were like 19 yeah. or something. Well, I mean, but still, it was they Mexico. Were in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, they eloped like right after high school, and then he joined the army. That's truly, that, it's 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I said. That's crazy. Well, 49, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's still hot. I don't know. I'm just sad because like. He's got I, some zaddy vibes, well, man. I, He's I was totally trying zaddy. to find lots of gossip and information about him, but there's not much out there. Just... Well, he's mm. definitely, like, good old boy vibes. Like, don't see him, like, posting but shit on a, Instagram. A good Thank way, God. good old boy, not, like, in a bad way. Not like a yeah, racist he's a really, yeah. yeah, he's a really private person. He's not very emotive. Like, and that's something that I was reading because he said that he saw himself as an entertainer and the role of an entertainer isn't necessarily to, like want a bunch of attention exactly or like draw a bunch of attention to themselves or yes. be really emotive or like expressive on stage he sees himself as like a conduit for the music and like um he really pioneered playing like in the round yeah the his stages don't have like pyrotechnics or anything in the background he just has microphones set up like 360 degrees and he wrote he goes to a different microphone for each song so he it's like he's performing to each part of the arena yeah unless he, he has also, the rotating stage sometimes mm-hmm. too yeah but he also still holds the record in north america for the longest largest indoor concert too mm-hmm. Which I think is pretty impressive because I think that record was set in like the 90s. How Do you remember how big it was? No, but I can look. He's He also has all sorts of records for like the most number one hits and I didn't write it down. Sorry. That's yeah, okay. Mm. Just but he curious. does have the most records for like number one hits and he's won a lot of uh, the musical award that you get for having mm-hmm. the bestest song in all the land. He's one of the Grammys and like the CMT (laughs) awards and and gets it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, just to talk a little bit, just a little thing about George is I was I was just googling some quotes that were attributed to George Strait. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Hopefully they really are, but um, I I just picked a couple that I thought were classy. Uh, So one is uh, I was a young troubadour when I rode in on a song. And I'll be an old troubadour 
when I'm gone. Oh, not lovely. Yes. Um, and then he says, I want to reach the point where people hear my name and they immediately think of real country music. Which I, I think I agree with I that. I think he's attained that. Yeah, definitely. And this one's for this one's for Angie. Of all the songs I've recorded, Amarillo by Morning always sticks out in Aww. my mind. And then this is the last one. I don't know why I love this one the most. I remember old Elvis when he forgot to remember to forget. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means, I'm but I'll break love that it. down in my head for a second. Uh, well, I found this quote. It was from one of his first producers. Like, like I said, like he just he just sings the dang songs. He smiles and he sings his songs or whatever. And that's what so, he likes to do. Jimmy Bowen was one of his first producers, and he said that he was smart enough to not try to interfere too much. He said, "I once told George Strait he might try to liven up his stage act just a touch." Uh, he did. He waved his cowboy hat a few times during the show, but George could get away with just standing there and looking and sounding terrific. <laughs> and that was kind of the theme of pure country. Like he like yeah. gets into like the big rhinestone cowboy type, like not that, but you know, like the flashy stuff and like the pyrotechnics and well, I would definitely call like Garth Brooks, like a flashy entertainer. I, I'm sure. I wish Garth Brooks had something to drink. It'd probably like really punch it in the mouth. I probably would. Thunder rolls <laughs> over your tongue. <laughs> We're just bad a puns. thunder rolling tongue. Ooh, <laughs> that is like a sex trick if I ever heard it. Yeah, <laughs> sounds sounds painful. <laughs> mm. Well, I think um, overall we've we've had good good feelings about this one. Uh, well, we don't have anything else to compare it to, which is what I was just about to get back to. Um, okay. Well, we don't, yeah, we don't have any celebrity tequilas to compare it to yet. yet. Um, dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. A little foreshadowing for you. Um, don't get too so, comfortable yet, <laughs> Mr. Straight. Yeah, you could fall off that star. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we won't be doing a ranking this time, but... Um, we, I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I have had other tequilas, but I certainly haven't had any like top shelf tequilas like this. So it wouldn't really be fair to do any type of comparison. Uh, that's what I was just about to say. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think we can. Like, it's not like last week when we were trying that Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. You know, like we can't really go back through the the filing cabinet of our brains and be like, oh, what can we compare this to? Because I've never had a bottle of tequila that was maybe more than thirty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being quite honest. Well, hand me that bottle. I want to sip a little bit more. So do I. Um, well, so other than this, what's the most expensive th- beverage that you've bought? Well, Single item. I mean, for the podcast or no, f- in our in lives? Life. I guess that I have tried some other high dollar like tequilas or mezcals, but they were like the really, really smoky ones that like had a bunch of shit like added to them or they were aged in like scotch barrels. So it's not really the same to compare yeah. it to, but like... Um, I haven't really purchased expensive liquor, liquor for myself. I mean, I've maybe tried stuff. Like if I go out for like a celebratory dinner, for example, I'll get like a really expensive glass of wine or even a bottle just to try. But, um, I really don't think I've spent over a hundred dollars on any single item for myself. Me neither. Definitely not to keep in the house. Mm -hmm. We're trashy and it's gone within the weekend. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, like I said, the Don Julio, I think I would spend about 45 or $50 on it once a year. Right. I think that's about the most expensive mm-hmm. I've gotten personally with a bottle. Well, that's the thing that's good about this brand too, is like, obviously this is a special edition and it's, um, higher end and they do have bottles that go up to $300, but just their regular stuff. Those are like $50 bottles, which isn't too unattainable for people really. Like, especially for, like, a birthday or Christmas or something. Like, I really actually want to go out and, like, maybe we should go in and each buy a bottle of the $50 stuff and try that. Yeah, because it seems like Codigo is a pretty reputable um, tequila, not just because George Strait's name is on this one. Well, and if the COVID numbers keep popping off and we keep we have to, like, zip it back up and stay inside, Jesus fucking Christ. We're going to need the tequila. Yeah, we are. <laughs> for sure. Or rubbing alcohol if we could find it. (laughs) We're going to have to be like sucking alcohol out of baby wipes. Damn, this is probably cheaper than rubbing alcohol at this point. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, My mom actually, my mom made a joke about having to like restock up on everything before like we get, you know, melee again. again. And she's like out in the middle of nowhere. She sure is. Bless her heart. I feel pleasantly relaxed. I do too. Yeah. Is there Valium in this? this? (laughs) I don't know. I, George, have you, have you been to a music festival lately? (laughs) I was feeling that too. Like, I'm just like feeling really relaxed and like, I don't know, because. Like kind of giggly too. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really kind of had pent up energy and was a little angry about all the current politics and stuff going on. And then, yeah, you're right. I feel like I don't have a care in the world much like a white man of means such as George Strait. So <laughs> wow, maybe that was the intention with this tequila mm-hmm. was to like make everyone feel what yeah. it's like to have a little bit of money and just be calm in Mexico. Down. Mm-hmm. Just calm down and relax. Yeah. Take it's a okay. chill pill, baby. Right. Got a fire. <laughs> we'll have a fire. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Maybe I feel like I'm in Mexico or Key West. It's, yeah. For sure. So one thing that I didn't bring up, like this was the craziest shit that I found uh-huh. researching any of this, which I already said that like his business partner is like the own like creator of fucking Crocs. <laughs> for one. And then number two, did you guys know that he's Jeff Bezos' cousin? Yeah, oh, I forgot about crazy. that. I saw who we were talking what? about maternal, that in wine club. Maternal Paternal. I keep it was hitting like my one, mic. I'm okay. so sorry. So George Strait's not like grandmother, okay. grandfather is like brothers and sisters with one of Jeff Bezos's great grandparents. No. So I don't think that they really know each other that well or anything, but they are related. Mm-hmm. And so then I was trying it's to possible they went to a family reunion. Well, though, way I'm back sure, when. but like I was trying to look up just information about it, and it was all these articles from Texas being like, well, or from like you know like the Houston Chronicle or like these other magazines being like, well, Jeff Bezos's roots like being related to George Strait make it more likely for Amazon's new headquarters to be in Texas and all this stuff and I'm like oh my why God. the fuck would that matter I'm just trying to find some like hot family gossip I don't really care about Amazon headquarters Amazon? and why would we like consider putting headquarters there because they're cousins that's well, <laughs> dumb <laughs> there's let's already base, oh I guess that actually does happen now like let's base all of our business decisions on like family ties I was gonna say there's nepotism. the good old boy aspect mm-hmm. that we were talking also about. aka nepotism mm-hmm. so well they're Amazon and Texas do have strong ties, but not with like more of their warehouse stuff. But I not mean, with it the... certainly wouldn't be because George Strait is his cousin. But... Uh, no, I don't think they're that close. Mm-hmm. If I had to 
If I were a guessing gal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had to put some money on it, that's what I would bet. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying. Well, do you guys have any other final thoughts before we wrap? I wish the Dixie Chicks had a tequila. Oh, <laughs> no. Or Reba. Well. Oh, yeah, Reba. Well, you know, the days are still young. They could be in the works right now. I also wish Reba would have her own corn dogs. Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do you not know about all those viral photos of like Reba McIntyre taking selfies on her private jet eating corn dogs? Like she loves corn dogs. There are all these pictures of her like taking hot or selfies. Does she have a jet them. now? Because when I was now, in... now my nipples are getting hard. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy. We are a corn dog family. Um, when I was in elementary school, we lived down the street from her tour bus driver. And her tour bus was often on our street. Mm-hmm. But I guess she has a jet now. That makes sense. Well, I don't know if it's hers or just one that she's chartered. But that's a whole thing. It's like Reba and her corn dogs. <laughs> well, okay. Reba, make some corn dogs for us. Yeah. <laughs> and then come on to our pod. <laughs> yeah, we would love to have a corn dog on the pod. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So this tequila is definitely a sipping tequila. I like, I really, my preference was the orange with the cinnamon me too yeah yeah that was nice Mm -hmm. yeah i think the ranch water was good i just like to sip on it more with like a little nibble of the orange every now and then that was such a good call in good job the ranch water. thank you internet (laughs) (laughs) the ranch water was good in a completely different like summertime refreshing cooling drink sort of way and i think it allowed us to taste the tequila in a little bit different yeah light. like it brought out more of the vanilla and like the sweet more of like the sweetness the sweeter notes it. exactly yeah. i agree i never thought that like a tequila would be as complex as a wine i know this is exciting it's because we've never really spent money and sipped tequila before it's not because we're trash yeah it's not my fault that the well tequila at the deli is mccormick okay okay gross and that comes in plastic and you can take it to your festivals (laughs) final tasting thoughts and i would just say that uh really with each with each little sip it just is more delicious Mm -hmm. i agree i agree it even has legs I noticed that earlier too. She's got legs. Jesus. Yeah. We, we really got a, a contacts easy top for that sound bite. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think they'd let us. That was $5. I spilled <laughs> I some on my knee. <laughs> I was looking at the legs. <laughs> Dang it. I thought you were saying about my sound bite. So now we just lost $10. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. This is really good. I'm, I'm about ready to like finish my little taster and then make an actual margarita because I honestly feel like an imposter drinking this. (laughs) I know. Like, I don't think that I'm, like, in, like, the proper tax bracket to be holding a cup with this tequila in it. And it's a fancy-ass cup, too. Yeah. Estate sale, baby. All right. (laughs) This is from Goodwill. Goodwill auction. Oh, it is from a Goodwill auction. You're right. That's basically an estate sale. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It's a good thing I forgot about that. To be honest with you, it is. Don't. Don't get on there. Don't. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Adios. Thank you so much for listening to Celebrity Wine Club, and thank you to our special guests. This episode was produced by Angela Helt and Nicole Krausen and mixed by executive producer Lauren Swarp. Our theme music is by Grammatic, hashtag digital freedom. If you'd like to send a suggestion or let us know what you think, hit us up at celebritywinedrunk at gmail.com or you can find us on social media at Celebrity Wine Club. 
rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Bottoms up, baby. Walking down the street.